0: Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. Just last month, I bumped into Daniel Foreman, who is the Regional Coordinator for Sub-Saharan Africa. He told me that he had spent the previous evening in Soweto helping with temporary repairs to homes damaged by a severe thunderstorm. I was intrigued to learn more, and hence, Daniel is my guest today. Daniel, welcome, and thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you very much for the opportunity to be here with you,
0: Daniel. Let's start off right at the beginning. Tell me a little bit about Zaka.
1: So, Zaka, internationally, was founded in 1995 primarily to deal with the aftermath of terror attacks. So, in, to deal with bodies and remains after the spate of terror attacks, then, and over the years has grown. I mean, Israel today has over nine units dealing with various things on a daily basis. And um, about three years ago, um, a relationship formed between the CSO and Zaka in Israel, <clears throat> and we decided to open a branch here in South Africa. And the reason for this was really to start to prepare ourselves to deal with the aftermath of any kind of, eventu- of eventuality, so be it a natural disaster or a terror attack that would affect our community. And we started with a team that does Gesechel MS, which is the Directly translated is true virtue So after an unnatural death They'll go and clean up according to Aloha um, And since then we've branched out We now also do We have a team actually that do search and rescue Large search and rescue They're certified by the United Nations So they carry a card With a special number on it And in order to Train and to best prepare ourselves We work very closely with the Disaster Management Center, both the provincial and national, and also, of course, the local. And they're very supportive. Um, There's uh, Dr. Elias Sitole. He is the head of disaster management for Khateng and he's really been instrumental in helping us develop our team. And at the moment, in our search and rescue team, we have... 29 members mm-hmm. and across all of Zuck we have 72 members
0: So 72 members is a lot but they're all volunteers, is that correct?
1: That's correct, we S- don't have any full time employees.
0: Including yourself? Including myself. So at any, and that's the kind of thing that always amazes me about volunteers, is that you are, are on call 24-7, you never know when a, any disaster is going to strike and you never know really what you're going out to when you, when you do What What is that like actually?
1: takes a bit of getting used to, but if you've been doing it for long enough, it becomes second nature. Most of us carry our phones with us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and if you ask any of the volunteers, or most of the volunteers, even when they go away, especially the religious volunteers, it's a bit strange not carrying your phone on Shabbos. So it's a mindset, and it takes getting used to, and it takes a lot for families, or our families, to get used to.
0: I'm sure, because you could be at a family bar on a Sunday afternoon. And within seconds, you need to be somewhere else.
1: So this was in. This is what it was like. For us in January, a lot of our volunteers were away, and there were really, really big rainstorms. And the province needed our help, and they, they sent through a request. And most of our volunteers were with their families and, uh, you know, catching up from the year, and all of a sudden, New Year's Day to break away and uh, go and. Give their, their Skills and resources To the broader community
0: So we're looking at Primarily disaster management um, And We're also looking at um, uh, Terrorism Yes yeah, so But we're starting off in a way Because that at the moment Is the imminent Disaster that you're dealing with
1: So we need to be Best prepared for any Situation And the only way to do it Is to train through Any kind of disaster Be it natural or unnatural We hope We hope and pray that we don't have to to go through the trauma of a terror attack nowhere in the world. And unfortunately, it's not it's not reality. So today we have to be prepared, and the best way to do it is through these um, disaster management drills that we run with. Well, not drills; it's reality when we go to storms and
0: floods and things like this. So we're going to take a short break, and after the break, we're going to look at some of the work that you have done in the just few months that you've been around. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Daniel Foreman, who is the Regional Coordinator for uh, Sub-Saharan Africa, ZAKA. Um, Daniel, your last disaster was about three weeks ago when there was a flash flood in Sweta. What is the process that one goes through before you are called in? And what happens when you get there?
1: So, usually we... We hear about the disaster first before it even comes out on the news through the different means that the government communicate with us. Um, and then we, we monitor what happens. So we see that the, the local authorities go in first and they do what they can. And the city of Johannesburg particularly is very jacked when it comes to their resources. And once they start to realize there's a gap or they need more hands, then the, we usually get a call or they put a message on the group to say that they need more hands. And that's where we get activated, get our team together, we meet up, come up with a plan. Of course, always a very strong element of our plan is security because we often go into areas that we never been into before, sometimes don't even know exist. And <clears throat> we put in a proper plan in place. And we gather the team, get our equipment ready, and then we go generally together. We meet officials from disaster management, take us to where they want us to work. We often work with the USAR team, the urban search and rescue team that's from the fire department. Also, they uh, they've been amazing toward us and they've been they've welcomed us gladly. We work with them and you know get involved. In particularly in Soweto, we came across an area where some roofs are blown off. They didn't expect us to arrive so quickly and uh, we got there within about two hours of them calling us, which is pretty good. They were expecting us the next morning. And uh, we managed to... They gave us some plastic, and we put temporary shelter on a home in Soweto. It was an elderly couple, and they needed to be at home. They had nowhere else to go, and it wasn't an option for them to move into a community hall or to move in with their neighbours. And they were also worried about their things because, like the lady we met there said... uh, She didn't want to get out of her car because it's a hijack zone. Um, So that's really what we do in these kind of situations.
0: So, and, uh, you know, I think of some of the things that happened, and this was last year, tragically when we had that flight, a little boy um, fell in the water and was taken away. Would you, is that the kind of thing then that you would also get involved in? Is it, I'm just trying to understand the scale of what you do and the diversity of the things you do.
1: So maybe I can just tell you the different areas that we, we have. We know our limits. You know, we limited in resource, in skill. We also don't want to put our volunteers in danger. So we have a few different teams. We have a Gesechel MS team that explained. Sometimes, you know, suicides or car accidents, they go out and they attend to the remains according to Halacha. Um, we have this large search and rescue team. So they also they know their limits. They know what they can and can't do. And we also we discuss it at great length. Like I was saying to you earlier, it's a family business. We don't, you know, it's not authoritative. We discuss with our volunteers. And um, we have a population dynamic team. So they, we're still building this team. They assess the disaster, assess the needs, and try and help the rescuers with the best information possible to try and find those missing or those that we're concerned about. Sometimes spend hours searching through rubble, that uh, you know, there's nobody underneath and you've wasted time and you've put people in danger. So that's the population dynamic team, population intelligence. We're building a relief team. So we have just appointed Kayla Erdang to head up our relief team. So the, the point here is to try and get volunteers from the community to to get together and you know be, uh, be present, do some kind of silent diplomacy at the same time as doing good and, and experiencing the broader... The broader community that we, we share the, the country with. And we have a very strong logistics team who make sure that everything that we have uh, that we need is there waiting for us. And if you don't have it, always willing to make a plan.
0: So you've, you've got 72 volunteers and you've been around for actually quite a short period of time. Um, and I know, I know if anybody knows Daniel, they would know him as the driver of the Hatsola vehicle. Because um, you have been involved with Hatsola in the past as well and probably still are. Um, where are you finding volunteers? Are you drawing on the same resources? Are you looking for new people in the community to come forward? And how does one join?
1: So initially, we we pulled resources together. The, one of our key goals is to unite community organizations that speci- that do this this kind of work. So we have a, a very healthy mix of Hatsala, CSO. We have some members who are from the Chaver Kedisha. We have some members who represent Chabad House that have you know, with their sp- network around the world. Um, so that was our starting point. Obviously, in a disaster or in times of need, most of our volunteers, their primary their primary role is to respond to their, their home organization where, they, okay. where they're where members of, and our role usually kicks in a bit later, and we try and pool the resource together. In our surgeon and rescue team, um, that's headed up by Avi Hack, and um, he works very closely with Eli Lewinstein, who runs the operations, and... The two of them, they've gone out and found some civil engineers to assist to help us make sure that we go into safe areas. So it's we now at a point where we're starting to look outside of the traditional volunteers and start finding other volunteers to come forward and and assist. We it's quite a we need to do it properly and in a proper coordinated fashion so that we don't waste people's time when we bring them forward to volunteer.
0: It's amazing, actually, when you look at our Jewish community, how many different ways people can volunteer and become involved. And what may not uh, appeal to you in one area may very well appear to you in this kind of thing because it's... it's it's you work as part of a team, but you're also contributing to your own community, you're contributing to the broader community uh, and you're also getting you know as you said experience. If anybody would like to join, where how should they go about doing it, and what are the requirements that you would want from them? or will you train them up even if they know nothing?
1: We're happy to train them up we and that's usually what we we need to do because w- it's not. This is stuff that's pretty self-explanatory, but we want to do things in a coordinated, coordinated manner, which makes it a lot safer. So, people can be in touch with us via Facebook page. It's uh, I think Zaka South Africa. People can be in touch with us via email, info at zaka.org.za, and in the coming few weeks we'll have a website up and running. It would be www.zaka.org.za, and the point of Zaka is to to just to unite the community in terms of relief and disaster. When it affects us, God forbid, we need to be ready. And the more people that are helping means the less people we need to worry about. So it might not be in the in the field of search and rescue, which is more technical, or it might not be in the field of Ghesh MS, which requires a lot more uh, inner strength. But in relief and in logistics and in many other fields, you know, This is where we need to start looking for volunteers to come forward and help us.
0: Absolutely fantastic. Daniel, well done on the work that you do, that Saka does, that Hatsola does, that the CSO do. do. I know that you guys are literally available uh, 24-7. And really, I think our community really appreciates you and what you do. So well done and keep up the good work.
1: Thank you very much. From
0: strength to strength.
1: Thank you very much. It's really the volunteers. Our volunteers keep the organizations running. And uh, we have in Zaka an amazing team of volunteers who are always there and always willing to come forward and help.
0: Great. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having us.